What is a girl from Kazakhstan with a Russian accent who looks Chinese living in America doing? She is podcasting. I'm Miru, and I'm that girl. You may know me as your savings pro, but life is more than money. I'm here to share my personal, cultural, and professional experiences. We will talk about the currency of life, family, career, business, money, and more. Welcome to the Miru Experience Podcast. Hello, my friend. So welcome to episode one of season two. So I started my podcast about a year ago, back in October 2019. I believe at that time I was just exploring, learning new skills, and just trying to be positive and supporting other people during difficult times. And I believe now that I was trying to create the format where people can come and feel motivated and inspired and don't feel lonely. And usually what we do, we try to give people what we're lacking in life. And I wouldn't say I consciously knew about my feelings of feeling stuck, frustrated, and unfulfilled in life. I felt like I was a happy person and I had everything going for me. You know, overall, I have a good life. So through this experience, um, being locked down, it just gave me so much clarity and understanding of what I was missing, what what habits I have or what patterns I have created over the years and just be honest with myself and break through the barriers of hurdling myself towards leading that happy life, the happy life that you wake up and you don't feel like something missing in you or you feel like, you know, whatever you're doing isn't good enough or whatever the pressure we put on ourselves as human beings. So through the journey of, you know, exploring and transforming myself, I have actually written a book and that is based on combination of my personal, professional and cultural experience. That was actually the purpose of the podcast when I started. So throughout my life, like I mentioned earlier, like I felt I was blessed in many ways, yet I also felt stuck, frustrated, and unfulfilled in my being. And I just couldn't explain why. It's just something that you can't necessarily put your finger on it and say, hey, here it is. So we all, you know, have different circumstances in life, uh, backgrounds, where we came from, how we were raised. And however, we all have the same goals and desires, which is to have a meaningful, fulfilled life where we are happy and we're spreading joy and we are not aggravated by our circumstances or situations and people around us. So the overall goal of my book is to discuss the currencies of life in an effort to identify improvement potentials and maximize all areas of our existence. Because by leading an enriched and fulfilled life and investing properly to own our version of wealthy environment enables us to leave a legacy behind and pass it from generation to generation. So the currency of life is how we spend the moments of our life. If we are miserable, then we are going to be miserable. If we are happy, then we're going to be happy. So it is that intention we put into our our life. And just stop being distracted by world, like what's other people doing or, or, you know, what, what are the people thinking about us? It's just, what do you want? Because interestingly, fulfilled life defined individually for each person. 
what my fulfillment is may not be your fulfillment. And so I just want to help people to define their fulfillment and to just go for it and stop fearing and stop worrying what other people say. It is your life, your only life you get. And especially time-wise, we cannot get our time back. We can go earn more money, but we cannot go get our time back. We cannot bring yesterday. You know, so we need to enjoy the present. We just need to be happy. We need to stop bickering with people. We need to, you know, stop feeling hurt about other people's behavior. And we just need to start with us. What we want. What can we do? What actions we can do to help others? And so... My book is available on Amazon. And like I said, the purpose of my book is to help people to live a fulfilled life. And I created the steps which I implemented in my own life to come to my own breakthrough. And so go read it. I'm sure everybody will receive it differently. There might be areas you may not connect because it doesn't align with your belief, and that's okay. This isn't about convincing other people. It's just sharing the tools I have incorporated into my life to help me, whether you're hurting or you feel like not being accepted or whatever issues we have. I mean, we all carry those, those hidden hurt or hidden, you know, stories that we are afraid to talk or not ready to face. So it is okay to feel that. And so I am also going to interview in the second part of my episode, interviewing Stacy Jara. She is a woman of God and she's a great mom and she is also a very supportive, sweet friend. I have met her through ABWA and when I met her, she it was introduced to me as a, she does a podcast called The Unmuted Life. It's a type. That didn't mean anything to me because I didn't even comprehend. Okay, when we hear unmuted, like I was envisioning kind of remote control. And then if you don't want to hear people, you just mute them. Or if you want to hear them, you unmute them. So it's funny how we see or understand, not necessarily take too much time to think about, but just like a high level we scan the word, we scan the situation, and that's how we live in life. We just just existing, just drifting through life and don't have that fulfillment. We don't, you know, have that peace of mind or a joy in life that creates that happiness. And most importantly, when I talk about leaving fulfillment to your legacy is because through our uh, actions or the way our children see us, if they see us miserable, then we passing those feelings to them. And they pass it on from their, from their life to their children. And we just need to be an example of positivity of trying to be that happy person, not necessarily going after materialistic things. Because you know what? New things, new homes, new clothes, or new items or new car isn't going to make us happy. But most of the time, you know, like especially in the career, we try to go find another job because we are not happy with what we have. But 
what I noticed just observing people is that they continue to search, go from one job to another to another is because they are not happy. Not necessarily the job environment is not happy. And I understand sometimes you meet people that you don't clash personality wise. So that makes it hard to enjoy your job. But it again, it all comes back to us, to our inner self that we need to like react to certain circumstances and just be thankful, just be happy. And yes, I'm not saying those feelings, you know, with you 24-7, but if you put in tension, it is easier to kind of stay with it. And the journey of, you know, when you're trying to learn new habits or try to stretch yourself out of your comfort zone, first thing what happens to us is that resistance to change. Resistance to change because if you are in pain and you don't like the pain, you still would rather choose the pain because you don't want to go to unknown place or you don't want to know um, that there can be something better. You wouldn't even understand that that pain can go away because you're living with it for so long. The other the other point of looking for fulfilled life is that becoming impatient, kind of like diet. Like I get impatient if I'm not eating sugar the third day, I need to lose 10 pounds. In reality, that's not what happens, right? So, of course, the third piece of it is the commitment. Commitment to change, commitment to want and commitment to want to go after what you want and stop limiting your beliefs. And so, as I say, from why I encourage people sharing their stories is because when you share your stories, not only you're healing yourself, but you're also helping others. Because in all of our pains, we're not alone. We all have similar pains. Whether it's losing mom or losing dad or losing siblings or going through divorce or, you know, parenthood challenges, um, anything, um, losing job. It feels like when you are in pain that you are the only one and nobody can understand your pain. But in reality is if you share your story, you reach out to people. You know, people are usually human beings are like, they might be protective of themselves, but when it's time to help most people, most people are willing to help and share what they know and encourage you. And, you know, sometimes maybe those people who you share, you know, they might come across as judgmental or whatever, but that's not a reflection of you or it is a reflection of their own pains. And so that's, does not mean you cannot share your story. So just don't be afraid to be yourself, to be open. And uh, yes, we if we meet people who hurt us, then, I mean, we can't control other people. All we can control is what we can do. What we can do to help. And so... I am going to interview Stacy and just wanted to get her perspective on fulfilled life, you know, unmuted, the unmuted life, how she sees it. And interestingly enough that even through her journey of it's your view to fulfilled life or the unmuted life shifts, it shifts. Because what you thought a year ago or even six months ago is may not be valid or 
you may even come at the better version or you may even after all think well that's not it it can be something else so it is not a solid destination it's constantly changing evolving and growing you as a human being and the mom and a co-worker or a dad or just you you know so i am so happy that you were able to join my podcast to listening to conversation with stacy Welcome to Random Act segment. This is where I just randomly select what I want to do. Some days I read poems, some days I say jokes, whatever my heart is feeling that day of recording. So today I actually feel like a poem. Living in the present moment. And this poem is to express the importance of each moment in life and living it to the fullest. The poem called Each Moment is Precious by Pat Fleming. Live in the moment. Just take it all in. Pay attention to everything right there and right then. Don't let your mind wander to what's coming next. Cherish this moment and give it your best. Don't let tomorrow make you rush through today. Or too many great moments will just go to waste. And the person you are with in that moment you share, give them all of your focus to totally there. Laugh till it hurts. Let the tears drop. Fill up each moment with all that you have got. Don't miss the details. The lesson is there. Don't get complacent. Stay sharp and aware. It can take but a moment to change your life's path. And once it's ticks by. There is no going back. In just 60 seconds, you may make a new friend, find your true love, or see a life start or end. You became who you are in those moments you live, and the growth not in taking, but in how much you give. Life is just moments so precious and few whether valued or squandered it's all up to you what a beautiful poem it just sums up everything i am trying to convey in my story and my message and and actually speaking to stacy this is like a totally a perfect poem to kind of summarize it so i hope you enjoyed it i'll see you next time i'm here with stacy jara with the unmuted life she does the podcast called the unmuted life and she helps people to lead unmuted life correct yeah, I do. So At least I try to do. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to my show. Thank I you. am so excited to have you. And uh, the reason, because when I met you first time, when you said, oh, I'm with Unmuted Life, I did not really put a lot of thought to it. You know, because I feel like now I'm thinking maybe because I was living Muted Life, maybe I wasn't feeling it. So that's how we miss the chance, right, to get better. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted, I guess, to get your point of view. What is unmuted life, you know, in your view? And how do you see it? And how can people, you know, catch it like on time and not just living through life muted for <laughs> 10, 20 years, you know? 
Well, I think it depends on, thanks for having me. I'm not used to being the one being interviewed. I'm used <laughs> to being on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe that we're all on a journey, right? So if you would have asked me 10, 15 years ago, what's living an unmuted life, the stage in my journey was to be my best self, right? That was just the stage, be my best self. It was really centered, believe it or not, about me, which is funny because people think that's what unmuted is. Um, and the other thing people think it's being really, really loud, being the loudest, always expressing everything that's on your mind, always telling your truth. And as time progressed and as my journey continued, and the way the unmuted life came about is it's actually a little different than all of those things. And it has a biblical context. And it's when um, the angel Gabriel came to Zechariah and said, Hey, you know, you're going to have a son and you're going to do this and you're going to name him John. And he was like, Oh, and the angel Gabriel muted Zechariah. And because he wasn't doing the will of God, the way that God was asking to do it, he was muted. And then when um, John was born and he wrote down his name and uh, then he became unmuted. And his first thing he did when he became unmuted was to give praise to God. Oh, wow. And so when we're living an unmuted life, the what we should aspire to be doing is God's will first. What does he will for us? He always is going to will the best thing for us. We get in our way yes. <laughs> because we think we know better. And so, and, and we, so that's, I guess, the first part of being unmuted is to be unmuted in the joy of God and living how he desires us to live because he created us for a purpose. And often we don't even know the purpose. You know, sometimes we're, you know, we're just meandering. We feel like we're meandering, but he is directionalizing us. And at the same time, he's given us all talents and gifts. And a lot of times we've muted those gifts. So because we're afraid of, like maybe you have a beautiful voice, but you won't use it, right? Or maybe you're just singing the wrong tune right? But are, are we singing it the way he wants us to sing? So it, it takes us to what are your gifts that he's given you? How can you water those gifts to help them grow? How can you pull the weeds so you can shine brighter and grow bigger and brighter? And how can we give praise? And all those things combined make an unmuted life. Yeah, no, totally. I so relate to the story you just saying, right? Like muted. I feel like you know, like I kind of hearing my backstory, right? You saying, I feel like I was gifted, but I just didn't know. Like I didn't know. I didn't know how to praise God properly because I wasn't taught to do that. And so I feel like all my life, I mean, I believe most of us, we are like a control freak, right? We control <laughs> everything. Mm -hmm. We want to control every outcome of our life in the end. Most of the time, the control becomes a disaster, right? Mm -hmm. Or, and I wouldn't say necessarily bad disaster, but it doesn't sometimes turn out the way we want it mm -hmm. or we hoped, but we kind of, okay, I guess. And then at that time, we say, I guess it's God will, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. so in a way, I feel like, I mean, like I said, now I am a, about fulfilled life because like I said, for me, it was like a light turned on. So as light turned on, now I see unmuted life sounds different than I met you a year ago, you know, and, um, and I think it just life is so interesting. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, using the skill set, most of the time we use it the wrong way, mm -hmm. right? Or, or we don't know how to like be positive mm -hmm. and we as humans become self-centric. Mm -hmm. It's our nature. We want to become our own God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we want to design and we want to um, do everything the way we think it to be fit. But we've actually been given guides and, and um, instruction. And then if we would just kind of turn to that a little bit more, we would find that life in a lot of ways gets a little easier. 
um, in some ways. I mean, life's a struggle. I heard someone say once, he said, um, life is not a cruise ship, it's a battleship. <laughs> and it's true, life is full of struggles. Um, but there is joy in that. And somebody recently was telling me her life is hard right now, very, very difficult. And I feel bad for her. She's going through a period of growth. And so we're constantly being formed through that growth. And we're either going to get better or we're going to get bitter. But if you believe that there's purpose behind you, there's purpose behind your life, that there is a divine creator and that he has a great story for us to evolve. We're part of a tapestry that's beautiful. And, you know, you take that tapestry and you, you look on one side, it's the ugly side, right? That's the earth side. And you look at the other side and the tapestry is beautiful. That's the heaven side, right? But every thread in the tapestry has a place and a purpose. And we're all part of that tapestry. And it takes everybody to make this beautiful piece of art. So this friend's going through a difficult time, but she's going through a place of struggle so that she can grow because we can't get anywhere without struggle. Otherwise, you're just living a very dull, veiled life. Yeah, lonely. Lonely. Frustrating. It's, it's in the struggle that you are formed. You're formed through fire in a way. You know, you're formed through that. Mm -hmm. But to know that there's more and you just keep plugging away and you have faith in it and it will get you through to the next level of your growth. Because life is hard. I mean, there's no doubt. Well, it is hard, but it also as hard as you want to make it. Right? Uh, exactly like hard if, you you if you're dwelling over your problems i mean we all have problems mm -hmm. but if you it's kind of i started looking at it differently lately because i always imagine like a plant mm -hmm. and if i'm watering that negative side of it of course it's gonna grow mm -hmm. continue to grow versus if you kind of like okay it's kind of a weak let's pull it off and start watering positive side mm -hmm. and like you said putting intention to it. And that, that was my perspective change. You mm -hmm. know, like I say, I used to like, you know, call my friends and like dwell over some things that didn't satisfy me as a human or wasn't in my control. But since I stopped doing that, but more with putting an effort, what I can do mm -hmm. today, like not even, not even worrying tomorrow because nobody's promised tomorrow, <laughs> right? What I can do now, to feel better in the next few hours and so on. So it's very interesting, um, you know, like the unmuted life, like you were saying, most of, most of us, especially husbands, can we mute you while watching TV? Because <laughs> we like to time. talk. <laughs> uh, my husband a week or so ago said something about uh, somebody not do saying something or whatever and i said well that's because a man solves a problem in seven words and it takes a woman about three pages yeah like, you know, we, we, we communicate differently but on the topic of of growth though and watering part of it we have to remember that we have seasons yeah right so we're coming into the fall season now looking outside it's still pretty this is a beautiful mm -hmm. time of year but things are going to start to die the grass dies, the flowers die, leaves fall off the trees. Mm -hmm. We have seasons. We are the same as humans. We have moments that parts of us, you know, will fade so that they can regenerate in the spring. So we go through those same phases in a way, different periods of our lives where um, things have to kind of fade and die and then they regenerate and bloom again. And when they bloom, as long as we're watering cultivating um then what will happen is those flowers have beautiful blooms yeah mm -hmm. so. definitely i mean i love nature so mm -hmm. whenever you're describing i'm imagining all these flowers in my head the so. scary part is i don't have a green thumb so like in my house <laughs> it's it's like survival of the fittest is my rule so it's possible that if it's green it's gonna die <laughs> Like, how did you raise kids and i'm like well you know they're okay because i just toss them food their way <laughs> <Yeah, all right. laughs> so, not a green thumb but anyways <laughs> no i actually thought i am not a green thumb but i went and bought a bunch of plants half of it died but half of it's still growing so i think it's, there's hope it, yeah exactly <laughs> i was gonna tell you there is hope to shift and learn new new skill set Mm -hmm. Because the re the reason for me, I love plants, I love trees, but I always was afraid to kill them. Mm 
so I didn't purchase, I didn't nurture them. But now all I just go water them and if they die, I say I'm sorry. <laughs> Some of the most fascinating people that I've met in my life are all people that never stopped learning and growing, making goals and having dreams. Because sometimes as we get older, life can seem boring or monotonous. Mm -hmm. um, some people as they get older think that it's uh, not worth it, I guess, in yeah. a way. But I remember having a client and he was in his 80s. He was wonderful. He's, I think he was like 85 or 86. He would take me to lunch. We would visit about whatever. He always had something he was innovating or thinking about or getting ready to do. He always had, he was always learning something new and he was always innovating and he was in his eighties. And I, I was inspired by that because, you know, as we do get older, it's easy to get in that rut. And Maru, you're a great example of, you're always trying to learn something else. Um, even today, we're learning something new. It's uncomfortable, but yeah. we're doing it, right? And having that ability to have a desire to keep growing is actually part of the plan. It's, yeah. it's part of it. We, we are designed with intelligence and creativity, and we should be using that all the time. And my mother also, she'll always have a trip planned. Why? So she always has something to look forward to. Always yeah. has something to look forward to. Um, even right now, we're a little stuck these mm -hmm. days. You know, we have the little COVIDitis, you know, yeah. where we're all hanging out inside. But we can still have a plan for something to, to make a goal or be learning something new in a period that kind of seems a little bit like a drought. It's mm -hmm. a great time to cultivate our inner spirit yeah. and maybe rethink what our priorities really are and make some adjustments. So, yeah, and I think definitely one thing I can kind of add add to to your speech is like if you are doing something for a long time, it's not working. It's time to change, <laughs> right? You can't keep doing the same thing and then be continue to be unhappy mm -hmm. because this isn't working. There is new ways. There are so many ways. Especially we live in the age of social media, Google. I mean, mm -hmm. I just remember I tell my kids when you. When I was little, I didn't have Google. I couldn't look up my homeworks. <laughs> I mean, I could barely go to library. Maybe there was, we had a small library, but nowadays there are so many um, books. And I mean, if you want it, it's all out there. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're not gonna come at the books and jump in your head. <laughs> I used to put the book under my pillow <laughs> when I was little <laughs> in, ho in, in, <laughs> in hopes that when I wake up, I know all the, my homework, but that, that life didn't work that way. Mm -hmm. Learned it at the early age of elementary school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I think I jumped into the unmuted life conversation because I get so passionate about it. And so just tell me a little bit about yourself, like kind of your background, what led you to like, doing podcast about Daniel's life, there was, I'm sure that growth or some change in your life happened that led you to it. Oh, well, uh, good question. So my original degree, I get, it's funny. You can see a path. Sometimes you go all the way back in your childhood and you go, I can see where all these little threads took me someplace. Mm -hmm. Life is fun when you can identify, um, the path. And as a child, in fourth grade, I had a cassette tape player. That's how old I am. I had a cassette tape player. <laughs> if y'all don't know what that is, it's like this little tiny cassette that goes into a player and it tapes what you say. It was really something. So I had one of those and I would record a show in my room called Stacy's New News. So I started then and I was always interested in journalism. I love to research. I love to read even at those young ages. So my degree ended up being in radio, television, and film, but I was also extremely shy. And I actually had a professor tell me, you will never be in radio as a broadcaster because yeah. my speech wasn't traditional. So, which means I talk like a Southerner. <laughs> 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 Let's translate that. Yeah. But 
you know, there's a desire, things start to happen and doors start to open. And so over the course of time, I ended up doing public speaking and seminars and things like that with different jobs and career paths I had. And then it just never left me that desire. And our technology has changed to the point to where we can do things we never thought possible 30 years ago, right? So I has, I guess for 18 months, it was just on my heart, on my heart, on my heart to do a podcast and to take people's stories, which fascinate me, and help those people tell their stories and at the same time use it as a um, place where maybe people can be cultivated um, through their spirit and their own gifts and their own talents, possibly um, inspire them on their own journey to keep looking, keep growing and not be afraid to really step into their light that that's there for them. Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, a word afraid. I think that's one thing that keeps a lot of people back, like the fear of something, mm -hmm. fear of unknown, fear of what if, fear of what other people mm -hmm. might say. I mean, what would you say to, I guess, overcoming that fear? And I'm sure, like I say, we all have fear. It doesn't go away forever, but there is a way to kind of like go around it. Well, fear has purpose. So fear is an honest thing. Fear is meant to help us survive, <laughs> right? That, that, I mean, if you see a great big bear coming, yeah. you don't really run towards the bear, right? Because we should be afraid of the bear, we should run away. Yeah. So fear is healthy in, in a sense because it helps us maybe take a moment and evaluate the situation on, is this something to move towards or move away from? Mm -hmm. And but then there's unhealthy fear where you become anxious and panicked and that's an unhealthy fear and especially if it's stunting your ability to grow or to form relationships mm -hmm. um, or to break free of things that might be holding you back mm -hmm. because you're afraid of what's on the other side, afraid of commitment, afraid of it doesn't work out, afraid of success, all those things. Um, I, as a kid, would take the things I was most afraid of or I disliked the most and do them first. So my nature was to run towards whatever made me mad. Yeah, <laughs> so, let's get it out of the way. Get it out of the way, dive in, don't research, just jump in and go. I still am that way to a degree. But if you're really trying to, to overcome a fear, I think one of the best tools to use is this, fear, slash anxiety and excitement are provide the same feeling in the body right when you're excited about something you're like oh yeah I'm like, but when you have fear you actually have that same feeling or anxiety you have that same feeling it's the word you attach to it mm -hmm. so when you say oh I'm, I'm afraid well suddenly you're like oh i'm afraid but if you say i'm excited guess what you're moving towards it so if it's something you really want to do i would attach a different word so it. the way you translate your feelings. Mm -hmm. So you have to translate it the right way to be more productive, I guess. And maybe not the right way, but the way that needs to be more positive side of brings for positive. what you want your outcome to be, right? Yeah. So because your mind is very powerful. Mm -hmm. So if you're telling your mind, go, you're not afraid, you're excited. And when, so if you, I'm excited to do this, I'm excited to do this, I'm going to do this. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to do this what starts to happen is you, you believe it and then you go do it. Mm -hmm. So your words mean a lot. And then the other thing is pull the bandaid off and just do it. You're going to be bad until you're good mm -hmm. at anything you do. You're going to be bad until you're good. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail forward through those mistakes. And you can look back at your first podcast. I can look back at my first podcast. I can look at being a mom. <laughs> I can look at so many different things where the first time out wasn't great. But when other people see you out there trying and going for it, and you just tell them, hey, I'm figuring it out as I go. Hey, I love what I'm doing, but, and I'm just, I know I'm making some mistakes, but it's okay. You're going to inspire others to get out there. We are not perfect creatures. We're just not. Yeah. We, but we can make progress. So we're never going to be perfect. We just get better. Yeah. I think I had that mindset of I'm perfect because 
what I learned through my transformation journey is the word perfect. I created that. That's kind of my shield mm -hmm. that when I say I'm perfect, it's like nobody can tell me anything. It was more with me hiding behind the word. Mm. So I, but however, that was my own definition of protection, right? But for the other people, it seemed like, oh, she thinks she's perfect. Like, so the receiver side all received it differently. Some were intimidated, some were like, nobody is perfect, you know, like they really try to prove the point. And I always argued with them. Mm -hmm. No, I am perfect. I'm, you don't have to see me perfect, but I am perfect my own way. Mm -hmm. I am perfect for me, for me rule, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it was also as, a, as I was growing, it's something that I didn't understand. But as I literally looked into it, okay, what does this perfect mean for me? Mm -hmm. And I really understood that I was just hiding behind my pain. Um, I was just trying to cope with life. And I think some people may use different words to define them. Mm -hmm. So I guess, like, I, I guess luckily for me, I used positive word, right? And it was in a way destructive sometimes because I was pushing a lot of people away. But at the same time, I felt like at least I didn't get into that environment where I was so fearful. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that also pushes people away, right? I mean... Most of the time, people want to be attracted to like positivity. Right. Well, right. and there's a couple of things about the word perfect. First of all, you're loved perfectly. So you're loved perfectly because you are Maroon. Mm -hmm. And so that's a beautiful thing. But sometimes when we get into that mode of um, self, that self mode, right? Where I'm perfect or I'm the best or so, there's a difference between being confident mm -hmm. and being egotistical yeah yeah <laughs> there's a difference um but to be confident and humble at the same time mm -hmm. to have a sense of humility humility is a virtue humility is something that we should be striving for yeah um because that in itself lets us know that we're always in a state of growth and that we know that we're a part of creation mm -hmm. not the part of community <laughs> yeah we're part of something together we're meant to we're meant to reach our hand out and help somebody yeah and in humility um then you have this gift and you're able to say hey come with me and i'll, I'll help you with yours or hey you know it, whatever it is we're able to help and assist and when we have humility we become approachable mm -hmm. then the other side of the word perfect is perfectionism now perfectionism <laughs> yeah. was actually my issue still mm -hmm. is where I want everything to be perfect. It has to be like the tablecloth has to be just right. And the food has to be perfect. And the, this has to be set up just like this. And, and it would get in my way of enjoyment mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, who cared about the tablecloth? <laughs> Nobody, just me. Now it doesn't mean I shouldn't strive to do my best or strive to make things look, but when it sucks the fun out of it, we've got a problem. The other thing is it would hold me back. Mm -hmm. So instead of moving forward and accomplishing things, it was my crutch to avoid things. Yeah. So, well, I can't submit this newsletter because it's not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't do such and such because it's not perfect. Yeah. I can't write a book because it's not perfect. It, yeah. Whatever it is, it, it can be the thing that is your weight that doesn't let you move forward through the mistake or through the imperfection imperfections are just the way that it is and again that's been a little bit of my own personal struggle because that's my thing <laughs> yeah. and I think a lot of people struggle with that because we all want to make sure everything done right right you don't want to serve uncooked potatoes for example so I'm just like I mean you know you could yeah <laughs> so I think it's just giving yourself permission basically right mm -hmm. that it's okay sometimes not to be perfect mm -hmm. and now, like I said now I think, I guess sometimes I'm like ashamed maybe a little bit, but I feel like now I admit I was perfect in my own ways, but I also felt like as I was younger, I was more of it self-centered. Mm -hmm. And that's because my mom was spoiling me when I was little, kind of a, uh, what is that? 
like how you call this spoiled kids brat <laughs> so i feel like it as through the transformation of my journey like you said looking back looking at my pattern it's so fascinating that's why i say get to the bottom of the issue reflection is important yeah reflection is really important you've got to be able to reflect on you in an honest way so that you can adjust make amends and move forward and when we are too when we expect perfection from ourselves what do you think we're projecting on everybody else we expect project perfection from them yeah. and they will never live up to that expectation and that's not fair mm -hmm. and so there's so much in that growth of allowing others to be human also and giving them the grace on their own path and loving them through it we just have to we have to be careful even my kids you know so they're 16 and 14 almost 15 oh my gosh and mm -hmm. um, we deal a lot with hey mom it didn't work out i made this and i'm like that's okay number one a test grade doesn't define you at all um, number two, where you are right now is perfectly where you're supposed to be. Right now, you're perfectly where you are. And you will continue, that may not get easier, but you will continue to get better because you're going to work towards that. And then finally, just to know that life has plot twists. So we have to learn to adjust. It's not going to be the way we plan it, exactly straight line, this is it, it's going to be perfect. No, life has plot twists. And we always joke around, we're like, Okay, plot twist, you know, and let's adjust to whatever's being, you know, what card we've been dealt right now. And so I don't know, just a few thoughts on yeah. kids and life on life. I think it's really important. Your kids are 12, no, the 13 and 10 and 23 year old. And 23. We have to equip our children for life, how to handle adverse situations, how to bounce back how to address um, issues for themselves so that when they're out in the world being adult, we're not raising children, we are raising adults and are we equipping them to have a successful adult life? And when I say successful, I mean, can they do their dishes? Can they provide a meal on their table? Can they pay their bills, take care of their families? You know, it's not about success. You got to make a million dollars. You, you know, Money makes life a little easier for sure, but if you're not equipped to day-to-day -day living, you, that money part is going to be hard to come by. So I think it's important that we equip our kids. And I know we talk about that a lot because yeah. our kids are, I mean, we're a little partial. We think our kids are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell my kids. You're perfect. I'm teaching them They're how perfect. to be perfect. <laughs> I think I put a lot of pressure though. Like, I guess, expecting perfectionism. But I totally relate to what you're saying. Like, literally, my husband says, if it's not, like, to your standard, it's not good enough. Because, like I said, I think with the word perfect, it also, it comes responsibility. So, in my head, I'm responsible to make this perfect for you. And I expect that to do for me. So, that's kind of my thinking process. But as I said, through my transformation, I learned that I cannot expect, like I used to get really upset when people ask me like stupid question and I'm like, no common sense or what, right? But then, like I said, as I took that transformation journey, I realized, well, it's maybe common sense for me, but not common sense for them. So it literally changed my relationship. Like I said, I, I feel like, most of my life, I was pushing people away. It's because A, they didn't meet my standards. B, you know, I, they don't understand simple things. So how can I even talk to them without being irritated the whole time, right? So I feel like, you know, because of that, I missed a lot of good opportunities, maybe building relationships with people. But now, like I said, looking back, looking even like sometimes I tell my husband, I'm looking at myself, like even being inside me right now, it's like I have this old version mirror and a new version mirror. Mm -hmm. And it took me like, like you're saying, being honest, understanding the fear differences. Do you run away or do you run towards or, so it's a lot of work, but also rewarding, mm -hmm. like coming, like literally I feel 
unmuted now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that another conversation I want to kind of bring in is like you're talking about loving God. So like, okay, new me, I love God. Like I am in this new journey. It, like you said, I feel like the veil was removed. Mm-hmm. I see things differently. However, the reason I'm asking this question is like, I came across a lot of people like, well, for example, we like your book, but we don't like the fact that you talk about God, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, hey, I'm not here to push my belief on you, but more of it give my transformation journey. So like, how would you like, I guess, have you had any people that you met before? Like, hey, I don't want to talk about God. Like, there's always going to be people like that. I mean, and it's okay. That's where that is where they are right now. But it wouldn't be true for me to not live the life of loving God. Mm -hmm. So I love God. I love Christ. And so we have to live that in our day to day because that's the example. Mm -hmm. And so I figure one day somebody might be having a bad day and they're ready to change and they're going to go, who do I want to be like, who lives a life that I could model or I would want to have, or that I want to strive for. And, if they could go, wow, you know what? Stacy is a good person. She lives, she has a bright light. You feel joyful when you're with her. I, I mean, I hope these things, I hope this yeah. is what my, I do. I'm not great at all of it. Sometimes I'm a big turd. I mean, yeah. that's just the way life is. But you hope that you live the true life of Christ. And so you're eventually maybe a little beacon of hope. And then when they're ready, Mm-hmm. they'll be ready yeah and I'm not I don't get mad at anybody not loving my stuff because I talk about God yeah. I'm just not for them yeah. I might not be their person yeah I might not be where they are right now I may not be the podcast they yeah. want to listen to I, and that's okay yeah but I might be some what somebody else needs what somebody else needs to hear mm-hmm. what somebody else so yeah. I I just do my thing I trust that it's all going to work its way out the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that maybe just maybe I can make a difference. If I made a difference to one person by doing what I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. then I did good. Yeah. You know, and no, so- I love it. I love it. I think, uh, that's the, the reason I just asked because I kind of like to learn others perspective, like how they handle, but I'm with you. Like I'm with you because like I say, I'm not here to push, but more of it be light in terms of if I could survive whatever the grief I went through, or if I can learn that extra skill set that I learned that I didn't have a year ago, anybody can do it, right? Like, I mean, I I don't want to say like, I can do it, you can do it kind of thing, but we can do it. Like we can do it, help each other, support and Mm -hmm share that positivity and it's okay to feel sad some days because mm-hmm. it is it's we you. are humans right yeah. yeah and you know if you go and read early um early christian history and you go look at like what happened right there you know um and you know early 100s 200s it was a culture of death it was a culture of death you know hanging on the cross was a normal thing being killed was a normal thing um, if you went against the grain, they killed you. Um, death was just a way of life. And it's so funny because you can actually see parallels in many ways today. But the Christians were different. They had a different, they, they believed in life after death. They had hope. They lived their hope. They lived their faith. They stayed true to um, the teachings. And they lived like that. And people saw that. They saw it. Mm-hmm. And it converted others along the way because they said, wow, this is so different and full of hope and joy. And then when they heard the story and they understood, you know, there was a great conversion because what they were being told was they didn't matter. Life has no purpose. There is no value. Um, you, you could you died any minute and didn't matter. And if you didn't do this, we, it's just, it was just a horrible, horrible place 
for the human spirit. And so it is up to us to continue to live in light through your book, yeah, through your story, through your podcast, to let people know, yeah, we're on a journey. We all are. We're on a ship. <laughs> however, however you want to call it, cruise ship or a battleship. Sometimes a little bit of both. Um, but there, there's definitely joy here. There is joy. Yes. And we are meant to love one another. Yes. And that love is through our lives. It's through what we do. And you mentioned something earlier, made me think about it. When I get real selfish, I always say, you know, I always feel like my life is like a compass. I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but um, it's like, and you, when you're true north, that means I'm real, I'm doing God's will, I'm on true north. And then, you know, your compass sometimes goes off balance a little bit. So sometimes it's pointed towards myself, me, the ego. What about me? How do I feel about this? Well, I want this. Well, I'm in a, and I get into the ego place yeah. of it, right? That all about me. And then other times it shifts the other direction. And that's what I'm worried about the world. Well, they have that. I want that. <laughs> well, what do they think about me? Well, oh my gosh, they said that about, about me. Oh, well, wait a minute. Everybody else is doing that over there. They're watching that TV program or they're, uh -huh. they're um, you know, whatever it is, whatever they're doing that. And this over here is me. That's off kilter. That's because my eyes aren't in the, in the right place. But ultimately, when I get over here, or I get over here, the fastest way outside of kind of, you know, centering back to scripture and prayer and church is the fastest way is for service, service, serving others, doing something kind for someone else, loving someone more um, and showing them that and letting them know that love is willing the good of another. So it could be small gestures or big gestures or service through charity, but all of that makes a difference. And that's part of living an unmuted life, definitely. No, I think, yeah, I think I definitely learned, I mean, I just turned 40 this year, so finally I learned what true love is. Because before it's like, oh, you're in love, you get married, or you love your kids, whatever. I mean, I think with kids it's different because you like go beyond for them, mm -hmm. but for other people around, like whether it's relative coworkers, it's what I was thinking, looking at my pattern, even observing other people. It's most of the time we love when people do good things for us, mm -hmm. when they gift us, when they call us, when they, um, you know, do positive things for us. We love them. As soon as they do something that doesn't align with our belief or liking, then we kind of like, not too fan of them, right? So what I learned in the journey is like, I love them anyways. Doesn't matter what they, are they being good or ugly? And literally the word love, I see it in so much different light and it's so freeing. It's mm -hmm. freeing because you no longer have your feelings hurt because somebody didn't call you or you're like, okay, like you were saying, they're going through their journey. And when you're understanding, it just frees you. You're no longer in that mode of negativity. Well, you didn't put a condition on the love. I yeah, love exactly. you if you do this. I love you. Yeah. That's not love. That's yes. use. That's using yeah. someone for something, but that is not love. And so the, the big difference there, love is, is unconditional. And there's different. But most people say that, I mean, on... When you say it, yes, we all say, I unconditionally love you, do that. However, on the action, like I'm saying, observing, I mean, not everybody, but majority of people, like if didn't like, either they're gonna smirk for a few minutes. I mean, that split second, I'm not saying they stop talking to me, but still that, that split second, you know, this feeling of, you know, being unpleasant or, so I feel like we all somewhat, maybe it's called some kind subconsciously, we have that condition Absolutely. in a way, right? Like, oh, they didn't support me or, <laughs> or they didn't do that or whatever that might be. And I think that's something I didn't know or mm -hmm. see or, or like paid attention to. And like now I look at, it's kind of like looking at two pictures, right? Mm -hmm. This is before, this is after. What is different? Mm -hmm. And I think like, 
loving unconditionally, like true unconditionally. Like even if they don't do anything for you, like I'm saying, it's so freeing that I didn't know. It literally shifted my relationship with many people. Like even, you know, my sisters in Kazakhstan after my mom passed away, we kind of all felt lost. But since I am the youngest, I kind of called them, right? Called them. And sometimes it was hard for me. Like I felt like they don't look for me. Why do I need to look for them? Kind of those feelings. Yeah. But the more I continue to work on my, like I literally put intention. I'm going to love them and call them anyways, mm -hmm. right? And the more I did, now I'm many years later, I feel like that work I put to it, it's like, you know how we're paying off now? Mm -hmm. I feel like they are healing and I'm healing. But if I imagine if I didn't do that, I probably wouldn't even talk to them in the last five or eight years. But know? it happened to you first though. So the thing is, sometimes we get mad, right? At whatever. And we're like, oh, well, they need to do this. Yeah, they need to do that. And we, we all do it. Yeah. Um, but it starts with us. Yeah. You changed. Yeah. You said, I'm going to love you anyways. And I love you anyways. Yeah. And I'm going to act as though I love you anyways, because that's what we should do. I read a story about a, a deacon. And I'm not going to say who it was, but uh, a deacon. And he, he's in New Orleans. And he said that when he got married, he committed to doing very small acts of love and kindness for his wife every day. Mm -hmm. Every day he'll do something small for her. And he got into that habit and they've been married 50 some odd years now, I think. And he still every day does those little acts of love and kindness unreciprocated. He doesn't expect anything in return, but you know what? I'm going to bring you your coffee this morning. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to, you know, do a dish or I'm going to buy flour. It could be whatever. I mean, it's just, but those small yeah. acts of kindness, I'm going to rub your feet. Every day he was committed to doing at least one thing for yeah. his wife because that is a giving of oneself to another for their benefet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we change, that's yeah. we change when yeah. that happens yeah. because yeah. our hearts are, we're like the Grinch, you know, we start out with a little <laughs> tiny, little itty bitty heart. And then we start doing things that I um, do all these things for Maru because I love her. And then my heart grows, my heart yeah. grows, my heart grows. And in the meantime, Maru's heart starts to go, well, wait a minute, that was cool. Well, all right. And then you start to duplicate yeah. those acts of charity because, well, your heart's changing too. And so it becomes a ripple. Yeah. And that is a beautiful thing because if you're an unkind person or you're not in that place mm -hmm. and you get, you're driving and you get mad mm -hmm. and then you flip off another person, that person could already, they just lost their job or they got in a fight with their spouse or maybe their kids in the hospital and they made a poor driving decision. Mm -hmm. We don't know what happened to them. They could just be bad drivers. But, yeah. <laughs> but we're just going to say for the sake. So then an um, angry driver flips off that driver. And so mean act to hurting person. Mm -hmm. Now that hurting person goes home, is angry, frustrated, and then their child's there. And that person who's hurt now turns around and says an unkind thing maybe to their child. Well, then that child goes in the room. They just got in trouble. And so they go in there and they punch their little brother. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's the ripple. It happens both directions. Mm -hmm. You know, other side of the story. Person driving in the car, maybe got laid off, maybe got a fight with the husband, maybe kids sick in the hospital. Another driver just waves them in and lets them in. Oh my gosh, somebody did something nice for me. Thank you so much. They go home, their child's cry, but they're able to give that child a hug. That child goes in and hands her brother a toy instead of hitting him. You know, so these ripple effects, what we do matters. Yeah. It matters. It matters if you're kind to the person that's feeding, you know, waiting your table or checking you out at the store. We don't know their life. Now, it's a great example of hurting people, hurt people, healing people, heal people, mm -hmm. right? So which cycle do you want to choose? Mm -hmm. And like, again, going back to consciously, intentionally, mm -hmm. and with desire mm -hmm. to be the light, to be the part of, you know, improvement or somebody needs you mm -hmm. today, not your negative side, but the positive mm -hmm. side. So... Yeah, it was a great conversation. Thank you so much. You're for, welcome. Uh, you know, you put me on the me. spot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
I am, you are my teacher, so I'm giving it back to you. I'll let you yeah. side. Yeah. Actually, well, I did start my podcast a year ago you with did. your help. So thank you so much. I'm proud of you. As you can see, I am advancing and... Advancing, you wrote a book, you have a podcast, you're videoing. I'm super, super happy for you. I couldn't, you. I couldn't be more proud of all the accomplishments that you've had. You've put your mind to it and your heart to it, and you've achieved amazing things. But more importantly, you're helping others. Yeah, and well, that's the goal. So mm -hmm. help others because through my journey, like I said, I felt lonely, I felt grief, I felt, I mean, I was mean to people too because I was trying to protect myself. But we do. But the journey is, like I said, hey, I want to be honest. Yeah, I can be mean too, but I am working intentionally every day to be the light for somebody. Mm -hmm. Even if for that five minutes or an hour of their life. You only get a match full of light, but yeah. that's it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It depends how people accept it. I have know? my flashlight on. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> We're going to let our disco light shine. That's what we're <laughs> Well, I really would like for us to continue our chats about anything else other than Unmuted Life. I mean, about everything, because like you said, Unmuted Life, or in my case, I call it Fulfilled Life, is all about creating habits mm -hmm. that lead to joy, mm -hmm. correct? So whether it's bad, good, it's intentional. So thank you so much. We should do a holiday version. How to survive the holiday with your in-laws. Oh, like. yeah. <laughs> that I wouldn't understand because I don't really have in-laws. I mean, my in-laws are I'll let you own. Own. No, no. I've got I can borrow your <laughs> family. <laughs> they may run away from me, though. <laughs> well, thank uh, you, Maru, for having me. It's been fun. Okay. Thank you for coming. Well, that's all for this episode of the Miro Experience. Thank you for listening. Join me again next time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also email me at themiruexperience at gmail.com with your questions and stories and follow me on social media.